and welcome back to week 18 of the Bet MLS podcast with D Row and Oso. I am Daniel Robertson, D Row, Ben Bayer, the Oso. How are you this week? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, we didn't have the best week last week, but, you know, partly because, you know, we know Boba C would have scored. We won't. Hey, what are you talking about, man? We, we were in the we were in the money. Or is I know. That, well, is that just me? That was mostly. I mean, it wasn't mostly you. I was like right there. Uh, I mean, I was just like, it was just annoying because I didn't even have a chance for with the Boba no. Didn't you go out after like eight Bubba eight Bubba minutes Bubba. or something like that? Lost a Boba card, just ruining. I, I I felt it. If he would have scored in that game, <laughs> you know, I would have been up a lot. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, a good week. You know, we had uh, you called it, man. That Portland Aus or uh, Portland Houston. Yeah, that line that was, the- that was a, maybe the worst line of the year in MLS. Easily. Uh, I took, fortunately, I didn't have anything on the pick on the show. I took a bath on the sporting Kansas city LAFC game. I was pretty heavy. That was, well, I mean, I might've thrown something down on that as well. So that one yeah, hurt. Not yeah. great, but you know, the, the poor line, that must've been the, that, that had to have been the craziest line all year. Well, and, and we'll get into I, it. Well, in I, I, I should have bet them to, I should have bet them to win. Not you should have double chance, but whatever. You should have Vancouver got a nice little comeback win over Austin Hit my underdog last week, the Revolution. They held on. Um, and uh, in Nashville, NYCFC, I mean, that over basically hit. I think it hit in the first half, right? So uh, that, that one wasn't even close. Was so easy pretty easy one there. Um, and, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it for this week. We had um, the World Cup qualifiers. Unless you're in South America, we're recording on Thursday afternoon. I didn't realize there's a whole slate of uh, South American World Cup qualifiers tonight. Uh, they they have a full match day today, so any of those MLS players will not be available this weekend. I think there's only a few, um, not a ton. I think Gaese in uh, in Orlando, maybe a few others, but uh, but everyone else should be back now. Whether they're going to start or not, that's a question to keep a very close eye. Exactly. on. Exactly. That's that's going to be another major storyline this week, and that's part of my pick here that is a million dollar question part of your pick so why don't we get into it man i am definitely interested to hear these because you are fading some pretty good teams this week yeah i don't really know how that came to be but I'm just looking <laughs> at the lines and just how it worked out i don't know like i mean looking it over looking for my for my best bet my, my favorite this week that was probably the hardest one yeah uh i i mean i I mean, it's late in the year, so I think they're getting maybe a little bit better at making these lines, except for, of course, Portland Houston last week. But other than that, <laughs> uh, they've been pretty decent. Look, I'm going to go – I did this last week. Orlando-Columbus, it was 2-0 Orlando. Yep. They gave up two goals. I was Leaky. right there. Leaky. And then they gave up another goal. But And then and then Columbus gave up another goal. So, look, I, I still don't think Orlando's playing that well right now, to be honest. Uh, I know they have – they're, like, unbeaten – X amount of games, but again, it's not a very impressive run if you actually look at all the games and, and who they beat and who they drew against and all that. Mm-hmm. So, look, I think Atlanta, like we've said it, they're playing better. Obviously, they're coming off a, a loss as their most recent game, but if you look at the at the goals of the last month, look at Orlando's, they're about you know pretty much the same. Uh, so, plus 115 at home for Atlanta, I like that number and I like, I, I, just, I just think they're pretty equal teams right now. And I'm gonna get plus one fifteen for home team. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I you know this was an interesting one. Like you said, it's just the the thing I go back to though is just Orlando's not a team that loses very often. Um, they have plenty of draws on their record, but Orlando's a very tough team to beat. So for me, I might need a little better than one fifteen to uh, to take Atlanta. But they are one of those teams that 
if you're getting plus money for them, I mean, any MLS team getting plus money at home, I would imagine that you are going to be a successful gambler if you take plus money teams at home in MLS on a regular basis. So you can't, you can't say that betting a plus money team at home is ever a bad option. Yeah. Like you said, look, they had won uh, their last four in a row before, uh, before losing last weekend or uh, a couple weeks ago in Nashville. Um, so yeah, so you are on uh, Atlanta this weekend. I am going to take your exact strategy. I loved it so much last weekend. If I'm getting double chance against Houston at a good number, I'm going to take it. And Austin FC in the uh, Ben Bear farewell match, it, it, they are minus 125, double chance at Houston. Um, so, you know, a little bit of juice on that one. But again, look, it's literally the exact same thing we said last week. Houston has not won since May 22nd, 16 games. It's like Vegas is saying, this is the week. It's going to happen this week. It's going to happen this week. But if I'm getting close to even money on, on Austin, who's, look, they haven't been playing that bad. They had the very bad, you know, defensive errors against FC Dallas, but those were almost so comical that like, you can't really chalk those up to something that you would count on every week. I was on Vancouver and watched the entire game last week in Vancouver versus Austin. And look, I got lucky in that game. Austin, Austin did not deserve to lose that game. Uh, I'm happy they did, but they didn't deserve to lose it. Vancouver is a much better team than Houston. Uh, I think that Austin can easily go down to Houston, get a result. Drusi's playing pretty well. They're making some chances in attack. It feels like they're starting to gel together with a lot of new pieces. And again, it's not really terribly uh, rocket science here. One tw- minus one twenty-five double chance against a team that hasn't won in sixteen games. I'm going to take it. Uh, vamos Verde this weekend. Now the underdogs. This from you said it was a tough favorite weekend. For me, it was a really tough underdog weekend. There's a lot of teams that there's you know a couple, what there's a before, couple of yeah, before like yeah, yeah. I mean it just it just it just a it's a weird period where obviously they, there was a lot of games last week, but what do, did we really take anything away from what happened last weekend? Because so many teams are missing so many of the best players, and it's kind of just a weird period. And you're coming narrow. This is going to be the stretch around. Of course, yep. we're going to hit another international break in what three weeks, but this is a big stretch right here in these three weeks where I think. After this weekend, we'll know a little bit more, and then we'll be able to zone. We'll be able to, you know, have a better idea of what we're really looking at. Yeah, and we're gonna have a little more uh, international games too, uh, with some leagues cup and some Concacaf Champions League, etc., coming up. Um, so yeah, it's it's not gonna stop. Um, like I said, the the, the underdogs were kind of weird. Um, I'll get to mine in a second, but again, you're fading uh, perhaps the best team in MLS. Right, they're perhaps. the best team in MLS by record. In the <laughs> Revolution. Yes. Uh, Carlos Hill, I don't think he's going to be 95th still, 90 minutes. He, I mean, I know he came on, he played more minutes than he played, what, right, like 25 All minutes. right, all right. Maybe he's 90 minutes, but who knows. But look, Fuxo is coming back from Europe. He just played a lot of minutes for Poland, yeah. so he's probably not going to start if I had to bet. You know, with a Turner, I'm sure I think he's a goalie he'll play. Buchanan, he got injured uh, in the yeah, U.S. He's, he's probably, I mean, he came, he played some more. He's not going to start. There's I no way. I think they're going to want to give him a break after the, the, the three games in that window. And a slight injury. So, look, I think they're dealing with a lot of different things right now. Um, of course, they're coming off a big win against Philly, but what did that really mean? Because they really didn't missing half their team. So, who knows? NYCFC, I still think, look, they, they had the loss in Nashville, but they're missing all their defenders. That was so, a weird that game. really didn't mean that anything. Was a weird to me. game. I still think they're, if you look at all their numbers, they're right there with the Revs. What I mean, did they do against one, the Revs? What did they do against the Revs a couple weeks ago? Whatever. But, like, you know when? No, they, they got a 2 0 win. I know, so but it's on the road, so like that, you, you can't really. Sure, sure. I'm not really factoring. <laughs> but right. whatever, I think 
you know, so the refs could be coming for a rent. But I'd, I'd like to 210 if it was, I would guess it would have been like 180. Sure. So it's a little bit better than I thought it would be. Sure. So I'm just going to take it because I think I'm still very high in NYCFC. Very, sure. very high. No, that makes, that makes sense. And, and again, if it's, it's kind of one of those things where there's a few teams in MLS, kind of like I had with the Revolution last weekend where I hit, where, you know, if you're giving me a top five team in MLS, which I think NYCFC is, at over plus 200, um, you're probably not going to lose a lot of money in the long term taking that strategy. Beyond that, you know, there wasn't a lot of underdogs I liked personally. Um, so I'm, I decided I was going to look at a draw and see which kind of draw I like this weekend. There's a lot of draws in the plus 230, plus 240 range. I settled on Seattle versus Minnesota United draw coming in at plus 280. Um, again, this is a little bit better number than a few of the other draws. I really like that number at plus 280. Seattle has not been good at home over their last 10 games. They only have two wins. Um, two wins, three losses, five draws. So they've drawn half of their home games over the last 10. And uh, Minnesota, they lost 4-0 at Seattle, first game of the season. I like a little bit of revenge there. I don't think Roldan is going to start after uh, playing you know, relatively significant minutes um, in World Cup qualifying, coming back from San Pedro Sula all the way to Seattle. Um, I don't really see them putting him in uh, 90 minutes. Um, so you're basically kind of, it, it is a little bit of an um, undermanned Seattle squad. Um, and yeah, so if you're going to give me, uh, again, Minnesota, they've drawn three out of the last four on the road, plus 280. I like the number there. I think, um, again, it's a case of price. I think that this normally would be, or should probably be more like plus 225, plus 230. Um, so at plus 80, I will take uh, a little bit of the extra upside there. Um, only at a half unit on that one. I'll keep it, I'll keep it low. Now you hit an over last week, man. It and it was not even close. Nashville was banging in the goals, which I will get to in a second, but we are going to go to another team that's banging in the goals that you don't think of as a traditionally high scoring team. Those of us who have been MLS fans for decades, you think of DC United as a you know, defensive My former team. team. I used to analyze. Yes. And what was the analysis on them? It was many ball and grit. That's what about now? What about now? Now we're just scoring at least two goals a game. Basically. <laughs> uh, look, they're coming off of, so I'm going, I'm going to the, to Atlantic cup. Uh, we got rebels in DC. Look, we know both these teams is going to be a very frenetic game. Yep. But the way that both these teams play, you look at DC, they basically have scored two goals, you know, every game you know, the last six or so, except for one, you know, look at their expected goals per, per game. They're and over the last month. They're about their top five yep. rebels are, you know, sitting in that middle of the pack. And then they both have given up, you know, a fair amount of chances, both the actual goals and expected goals. They're both in the middle of the pack. But I think both well, rebels, they need a win here. Um, they're going to come out. They're going to be pressing really high. And then DC is going to come back and press them just as high. Yeah. Crazy. So this is going to be a very frenetic game. Uh, and I like the over of two and a half at minus 126. Again, maybe prefer minus 110, but 126 isn't a bad number. And with the way the DC isn't scoring, I think the Rebels are a bit of a sieve right now. Yep. As we know, uh, they just, Emerald Tarek, they just transfer it out, which is interesting because <laughs> he's basically been their starter. Yeah. Their only reliable starter for a little while for the part of the season. But so there's a lot of stuff going on at, at, uh, in Harrison. They, I guess the new center back is probably ready on um, zone, but it's going to be his first MLS game if he plays. So I think this is right for, you know, a nice little three, two game here. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at the board, honestly, there's a few, I think there's four over 2.5 games that I really like this weekend. I like the over, and I think I might put some kind of 
I might put a few sprinkles on a lot of overs this weekend. You know, players coming back, defense is not uh, not at full strength. I like that over. I like the over. I'll get to it in a minute, but I like the over in the Miami uh, Columbus game. I think that one looks really nice. But what I settled on was uh, kind of what you picked last week again. I'm going Montreal Nashville over 2.5. It's coming in at minus 120. Full unit on that one. This is my favorite pick of the weekend um, by far. The numbers just don't really back up. And I get John Cadiz is going to be out for, uh, you know, for, for Nashville, but they're one of the, they, they have so much depth and attack uh, on their team. Um, I, I'm not really too worried about that. And you just look at their games. And, and, and the big thing here is also Montreal. They've played four games at Saputo uh, since they moved back. There's been 20 goals scored in those four games. So they're averaging five goals scored per game at home between the two teams. All four matches have gone over 2.5 goals. Six out of the last eight for Montreal overall have gone over 2.5. And in those four home games, the XG was over three in all of them. So it's not like um, it's just kind of fluke goals going in. They are just going all out. They've had serious goalkeeping issues. Montreal has. Um, Diop hasn't been playing very well for them. They've got a new guy in, like a homegrown, I think it is, um, who's, who's playing decently. But, uh, but yeah, so I like the over 2.5 in that one. Nashville scoring goals. I don't even need to tell anyone about that. They haven't been shut out in five games. They're, they're just banging them in right now. Over 2.5 coming in at minus 125 again, or minus 120, actually. It's a little little juicy for my MLS tastes, but uh, but we're going to roll with it this weekend. So look for those overs, see what you like. And by the way, if if over 2.5 is a little scary for you, 1-1 one, one of, of both teams are scoring is coming in at minus 150 if you want to uh, add a little more juice there. But, I mean, you saw it last weekend. Nashville games are just full of goals right now. Yeah, I mean, Pani Mukhtar, Sapong, that's yep. got to be the, you know, what the two, you know, one of the best pairings that that we're seeing you know up there with Bowen Hill uh Rui Diaz and whoever is playing with Rui Diaz uh <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Ladera but Ladera's only played a few games so uh but yeah they're right there with all, with, with all those pairings Jordan Morris not too far back right or not not too far off isn't Jordan he Morris training? isn't he back training I think he's back training for uh, for Seattle maybe we'll see well uh well by the way Mukhtar and Sapong I was looking at for goal scores as well both of them are coming in at over plus 200 uh, at least on one book. So um, definitely shop around there if you like some goals for New England. But another team that is allowing a decent amount of goals is the Chicago Fire and Sporting Kansas City. I mean, not so much, really, to be honest. Sporting Kansas City scores goals at home. Who's their goal scorer? Who are you backing this weekend? Look, I think, you know, SKC is in a bit of a rut right now. Uh, if you look at these two teams, if you said a month ago and you'd say, you know, they're very far into the spectrum, but you know, right now, SKC is winless in four, only two goals in those games. The fire, uh, they've, you know, they've gotten points in five of the last seven. They've only given up a few goals. Uh, they're, you know, they're, if you look at their expected goals against over the last six or so, it's, it's one of the tops in the league. Yep. But I have a feeling that's going to change. <laughs> that's, not, that's not something that's going to keep up because we know that that's just not possible with the Chicago fire. So eventually they're going <laughs> to give up goals. So we got Alan Polito plus 135, Alan Polito home. At plus 135, I think that's a great number. Yep. Uh, so, against the Chicago Fire. I don't really – what else is there to say? Yeah, and the, yeah, they – I should say, you know, this is a tricky one. Sporting hasn't been – they don't get shut out at home very often. You're never going to see a Sporting Kansas City home shutout. So, you know there's going to be at least a goal coming from somewhere. Um, I was at the game against FC Dallas a few weeks ago where Polito was on fire. Um, he's a finisher. He scores goals. Like you said, uh, you're getting a good number on him. So, uh, so you're going to back – Polito at plus 135. I'm going to back a guy who's been away with the Mexico national team uh, the last uh, for the last couple of weeks, Rodolfo Pizarro. Now, he is coming in at plus 265 to score against the Columbus crew this weekend. Now, 
if you've watched any crew games recently, their defense has been absolutely terrible. Eight games since their last shutout, uh, and they're averaging two and a half goals allowed in those eight games. 20 goals allowed in their last eight games. They're going to Miami. Now, Pizarro only he played five minutes in the game last night. He didn't play a lot for Mexico. Uh, I think that's the only game he played in, so he should be pretty fe- fresh. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't start for Miami this weekend against Columbus. Um, again, Columbus, they, they don't have um, – Jonathan Mensa probably that uh, they're missing some other pieces as well um, at the back. So I don't see why they would improve right now. They're just in really bad form. Whereas Pizarro, look, he was very poor uh, to start the year. He was being moved around in different positions. He's been moved out to the wing. Now it feels like he's found a little bit of a home there. He had scored uh, in both of his last two home games, three goals in his last two home games. I think he's going to, I'm not going to place this bet until, you know, I make sure that he's starting. Um, but if he's starting there plus 265, I mean, that's a really nice number for a guy like that. Um, and I saw that uh, Iguain is out this weekend um, as well. So they're going to be looking for goals from someone else. And I would think he takes the PKs if, um, if Iguain is out, maybe Lewis Morgan, I'm not sure, but you could I think Morgan, but it's, yeah. It's it, you could see he, he might. And so at plus 265, I think it's a really nice number to throw a quarter unit on um, there. Now let's get to the Chalice. I was looking good at the start of the week and then it kind of crashed and burned for me towards the end. Wait. I had sporting uh, that didn't go very well. And then FC Dallas gave it up late. I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember my Chalice. Was it that it hit four or five? That was two weeks ago, I believe. I think I did. I came close last week, too. Did you? OK, well, let's uh, let, I know let's, I did it. Cause I had, yeah, you know, well, I was funny because I had LAFC in my Chile. Oh, that's right, that's right. Right, no, it didn't come close. Never mind. But I had I, LAFC in my Chile, and that's what I was remembering because I bet actually I may have placed money on SKC, but I also had LAFC. In my that, yeah, that didn't that didn't go very well. <laughs> anyway, we're we're gonna move on. <laughs> so we're gonna go uh, Vancouver plus one twenty five. We talked about that game. Yep. Seattle minus one thirty five. Montreal plus one twenty five. Okay. If you look at some of their numbers, I, you know, okay. Nashville's got to got a hit of snag here at some point, but maybe they'll score some goals first. Yep. Um, SKC minus one sixty five. We talked about that one. Yep. And San Jose on the road, uh, mm. double chance at minus one thirty. Fading, fading the peppy train. I mean, <laughs> I don't think Dallas is very good, and San Jose has been. I mean, they just got their 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 unbeaten run just got snapped, but I think they're they're gonna. They can get a draw here. They That's can also get a draw. Exactly. No, one, what did no, that come no, in at? One says, no one says anything. It's 24 <laughs> to 1. 24 to 1. Okay, I like it. Um, for me, I'm going with Austin FC double chance. Already talked about that one. I think they get a result in, uh, in Houston. We're going into Miami. I think that they keep putting more misery on the Columbus crew. They're coming in at minus 105. Not a bad number there. I think I think they can uh, they can heat more misery. I'm the big one. I'm adding a draw in there. The Sounders Minnesota United draw. That's really juicing up my number. Sporting Kansas City at home minus one forty five. Mentioned that a little bit. I think they beat Chicago. And then LAFC at home against RSL coming in at minus one ninety five. So we've got LAFC Sporting and Inter Miami money line. Sounders United uh, Sounders Minnesota draw and Austin FC win or draw. And that comes in at 32 to one. So I have, uh, like I mentioned, I like to put the last game of the weekend LAFC in there for a little bit of a hedge opportunity on Sunday night, if I am still alive. And that is going to wrap it up this week, Ben. Uh, Good luck with your picks. Good luck fading the best teams in MLS. We will see how that goes for you. MLS, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> that's is that the new tagline it's mls it doesn't matter that's uh who cares who's the who's the big favorite who cares does, 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 what does that matter it doesn't matter yeah. in mls we, we we like to fade favorites all the time so uh so yeah good luck to you for your bets we will see everyone on twitter and thank you for joining us for another week of bet mls